good morning, Tim. Governor of the worst state in the country, uh, so says the woman who awaits the winner of today's primary. Uh, what do you make of that? And she also complained about us being the number one state in the country for business for eight years in a row, uh, which, you know, obviously she is, I guess, playing to her far left supporters in Hollywood and New York and places around the country that are funding her campaign because that's what they believe. You know, Marty and the girls and I don't believe that. We believe we live in the greatest state in the country to live, work, and raise our families. And we're proud of our pro-business record, which, you know, we've announced in the last fiscal year, the two largest economic development projects in the state's history, providing jobs and great opportunities for Georgians in all parts of the state, no matter their zip code. And, you know, a lot of the issues that she was talking about, she's just wrong on wages are growing, uh, going up in Georgia. Unfortunately, they're not going up enough to fight off the 40-year high Biden inflation, and that's what we'd see from Stacey Abrams if she were our governor. That's why I told people last night, and I've been telling them for weeks and weeks now on the hard-working Georgians bus tour, that we are in a fight for the soul of our state. And if Georgians will honor me with their vote again today, I will work every single day from now till November 8th to make sure that Stacey Abrams is not going to be our governor or our next president. Well, something you've done a really bad job at, Governor Brian Kemp, uh, you're a really lousy vote suppressor. Uh, Senate Bill 202 supposed to suppress the vote. <laughs> Stacey Abrams said it would. Instead, it happened just the opposite. Not only did you set a record, Georgia set a record in early voting, but I'm seeing now that black voter turnout uh, up markedly over the last couple of election cycles in early voting in Georgia. You're not very good at this voter suppression thing. Well, it's just so great that, you know, a year later, people are actually pointing out the hypocrisy of Stacey Abrams, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, a lot of woke corporate CEOs, Major League Baseball and other people that tried to cancel the state of Georgia and what we did through the legislative process, dealing with the mechanical issues that we saw in the 2020 election. It frustrated me. It frustrated a lot of people. And look, no matter what side of the political aisle you're on, Tim, people want to have confidence in the election. You know, Stacey Abrams, she's the first one that started complaining that the election was stolen from her. And then when we fix a lot of the issues that we saw in the 2020 election because of pandemic rule changes and other things that, quite honestly, the General Assembly nor myself didn't have any input on, and we should because they're the lawmakers and I'm the executive branch. That's what we did this year. We did it through a transparent, open process, but they don't care what the truth is. Look, she's profited off this personally and this, this whole narrative that polls good for their base, and that's, that's who she is. But that's not what Georgians want. They want somebody that's going to be honest with them, to be transparent, and tell them the truth. And I've done that the whole time, even through a global pandemic. And I'm so proud to be leading a state of such resilient people, and I want to continue to do that. You mentioned, Governor Brian Kemp, those two big uh, jobs announcements. Uh, Kia last week down near Savannah, Pooler, Bryan County, I think it is. And, of course, closer to home here, Rivian. You're getting some pushback about Rivian uh, there in Morgan and Walton County. I gather mostly the folks in Walton County upset about the plan here. Uh, it's going to happen, or so it does appear. What do you make of the criticism? Well, anytime you're having big change in rural communities, you know, you're going to have some of that. But listen, this is a, a project that's been marketed by the four counties that created the Joint Economic Development Authority for over a decade. Long before I became governor, there's been many, many companies that looked at this site. And uh, we're proud to have Rivian coming. I think it's going to be transformational for that community down there. We've set up committees to talk 
to the folks in the community to make sure it's done the right way. The company's committed to that. But, Tim, this is also what I ran on. You know, I ran on strengthening rural Georgia. And I think at the end of the day, you're going to see, much like you did in West Point when Kia came, a transformational for the better, a transformation for the better uh, in that part of the state. And it's a great part of the state now, but there's this great opportunity for people there where their kids and their grandkids are not going to have to move away to find economic prosperity, and they can raise their kids and their grandkids in the same community where they were raised. And that's just what I'm going to continue to do. It's what I promised to do when I ran in 2018. You know, specifically these last two announcements, uh, about 15,000, 16,000 jobs between them, if it plays out. But the, both of these companies involved in the business of manufacturing electric vehicles, of course, just up the road, that big facility, Commerce, Jackson County, where they're manufacturing the batteries and some of that stuff taking place elsewhere around the state. That that really does look like the future. And if it is, Georgia's in on the ground floor, are we not? Well, there's no doubt about it. And we're seeing the suppliers already starting to come. We've had other great announcements for everything like parts manufacturers for the emerging EV market. But also we're seeing battery recycling companies. We're continuing to work more of those deals. And we have set uh, really, I think, think an epicenter here in Georgia looking toward the future. But we're also embracing, you know, the current marketplace we have and making sure that, you know, we're continuing to – work with our current suppliers to make sure that they're nimble and they can transform as the industry does. And look, this is all going to be decided by the market. You know, we're going to let the market play out. That's what we believe in in Georgia. That's certainly what these companies are betting on. Uh, But we're really honored to have them in Georgia. And it's not just going to be, you know, electric vehicles and and battery manufacturing. There's going to be research and development um, components of this. It's going to lead to a future innovation in other industries as well. We're excited about that. Meantime, Governor Brian Kemp, uh, another few minutes here. Uh, most of us, me included, still putting gas in our vehicles and, and paying a lot to do it. The end of the month going to bring the end of the suspension of the collection of the state gas tax legislature, and you gave us that back in March, that bit of a break. Uh, if it goes away, would add close to 30 cents to the price of a gallon of gas in Georgia. Some talk of extending that. Uh, a couple of questions first. Uh, I'm seeing now that State Rep Houston Gaines is, is thinking it may be possible for you to do this absent the legislature. I don't know. I, I don't know about that. Maybe you can fill me in on that, uh, whether there would need to be a special session or not, or is this something you can do? And if so, is it something you'd be inclined to do? Well, we're certainly crunching the numbers right now. It's a very expensive endeavor to do that, thankfully, because we've been open and we've been resilient, and our revenues have been good. We're able to return a billion dollars to the taxpayers right now. Checks are hitting the mailboxes. And this is all designed with the support of the General Assembly, and I thank them for this, to help Georgians fight through the 40-year high Biden inflation because of bad policies being made in Washington, D.C. And we can't fix all of those here in the state, but what we're trying to do is help Georgians be able to fight through this, this tough time Uh, with 40-year high inflation, whether it's at the grocery store or the gas pump, which is why we suspended the gas tax. We have, uh, if not the lowest, certainly one of the lowest gas prices in the country right now, and it's still way too high because of bad domestic energy policy that we have that's coming out of Washington, D.C. And it's my hope that the president would wake up one day and just realize that and try to give Americans and Georgians some relief at the pump and at the grocery store. But we obviously can't control that. Uh, But we're having real conversations about whether we can continue this and should have more information in a few days. But the other thing, Tim, we can do this without 
the legislature acting in the in the near term. They would have to ratify this when we get back into the legislative session next year, and that's been done in the past. So I think we have the ability to do it. We just got to make sure we can afford it. And uh, that's what we're crunching the numbers on right now. You know, I was watching uh, Governor Brian Kemp with us here another minute or so, a couple of minutes. I was watching this Fox News channel the other day, and there was there was coverage of the rally you had over the weekend in Watkinsville. They spent a couple of minutes with that and then went straight to revisiting the Trump rally of, I guess, the end of March up there in Commerce uh, with your primary opponent, Senator David Perdue. I thought to myself, wow, I'm sitting here in Athens, and, and the national spotlight is shining on us. I mean, not just Georgia, but this part of the state specifically. Specifically, there's you in Watkinsville and and the former president and senator up there in commerce. Uh, this is a moment in time that I don't know we've seen much of in the past. Uh, our, our time in the spotlight here in this part of the state. Yeah, it's pretty wild. We, uh, you know, on the bus tour, we've had Boston Globe reporters, New York Times, NBC National with us. You know, of course, all the, the national cable networks, Fox News, CNN. We've had reporters from Switzerland and in Germany and other places following the race. But, you know, the thing is, Tim, through all of this, my focus is on what Georgians want. My focus is on serving our state and making sure that we continue to move our state forward. I think if you look back at the leadership we've had under Sonny Perdue and Nathan Deal in the first three and a half years of the Kemp administration, we have a great team, not just in the governor's office, but we've had great leaders in the General Assembly that have worked with us on all these policies that we have implemented uh, over the last, you know, 15 to 20 years, and certainly over the last three and a half, that simply doing what I promised him, and that's putting hard work in Georgians first. You know, not worrying about what people in Hollywood or California or New York or Washington D.C. are saying, but worrying about Georgians. That's why I reopened the economy when I did. I wasn't listening to them. I wasn't listening to the national media. I was listening to the barbers and the cosmetologists that weren't working. I was listening to the waitresses and the restaurant owners that were struggling. And so I reopened and took a lot of heat for that, but I never wavered. Even Stacey Abrams, one of my biggest critics on that and getting our kids back in the classroom, but I didn't waver on that. That was just something that, look, we, we felt like we had to strike the balance to protect lives and livelihoods. And it wasn't just me. It was Dr. Toomey and our whole team that believed that because we were focused on Georgia not outside noise. All right, Governor Brian Kemp, we ought to leave it there. Best of luck today and in November. Thanks for your time this morning. Let's get the vote out, everybody. Keep chopping. Thank you.